Okay, all, all right, miss. You've been standing here looking at them for like 15 minutes Whoa! now. Do you, go, do you go, know go, do you, do you know go. which one you want to bet on yet? Is yeah. it bubblegum sparkle? The or? pink and red one, obviously. Okay, okay, the pink and red one, right? Yeah. Okay, and go! <laughs> and uh, that is time. It looks like a Tooth Slayer one instead. Um, I'm so sorry, that'll be five silver. Um, would you like to play again, perchance? Yeah, I want to go again. Okay, uh, who are you betting on this time? Bubblegum Tutu Sparkle Blitz. A again? Yeah, that one's the fastest. All of the other ones are ugly. I didn't realize that appearance and speed correlated, but, uh, uh, sure, sure, um, let's get them back up, and three, two, one, drop the gate! Go, go! You see, do you see that one with the, the white and green fur? It has gangrene on its butt. It kind of looks like moss back there, doesn't it? That is why we call it moss back. Oh, oh! Actually, that one's falling behind. It's being, uh, it's being beat by this one that has like a, a blue face, with like veins running through its cheeks. That one's That's happy. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Did that you... that guy's name is Happy. Oh, I have a I have a friend. He's like a turtle man, and his favorite color is blue. Oh. I, I think he would like that one a lot. Maybe. I cannot believe this, but, uh, your peanut butter sparkle... Bubblegum. Bu bubblegum uh, sparkle, sprinkle, something, another. Uh, one. He won! Yeah, uh, I guess you can have your five silver back. Yay, okay. Okay, I'm gonna go again. Please. Uh, okay, okay. Please. Um, it looks like the fight's still going on. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, Yay, okay. Okay. Uh, bubblegum, go! Uh, oh, again? I see. Yeah. All right. Um... He's always gonna win. Oh, uh, I see. Uh, yeah. Great. He's gonna do a lot better than that one that doesn't even have feet. He's just running on nubs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I mean, well, he did come in second last time, but yeah, you're right. No, it looks like a, a sparkly thingy won again. Um, I Yay, guess you're five you silver up then. Oh, um, looks like the fight's just about done. Are, uh, wait, you... wait, can I go one more time? I'm please? so sorry, but uh, we're uh, the, uh, the the rats need to rest now. So um, oh, why don't they have you? Nap time? Yeah, they have nap time. Uh, okay. Why don't you go? Uh, you came in with someone, right? Why don't you go hang out with your turtle friend? Oh yeah, okay. I gotta go see Tuck Tuck. Um, thank you for the five silver. Yeah, no it was problem. Really fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and make sure to feed Bubblegum a lot of. Apples. Absolutely, only the best. Yeah, apples are red, it matches his fur. Ah, okay. Welcome back, everyone, to the After Hours Adventures podcast. I am your one and only Eternal Dungeon Master, Jonathan Eugene Yan. Um, we played a little bit of uh, dice slash drinking game off mic, but the gambling game that Davina was playing last time has already been settled. As you could probably tell from the cold open, she is up five silver. Woo! I am joined once again by my lovely players, starting with Eric McGill. Tucker shall be here. 
if you're going to be getting wine at any of the establishments in town, make sure that it's Tiffanian wine. In Tiffan, they actually care about how their fucking wine comes out. They take care of those grapes. They look after them. They speak and whisper sweet nothings as they crush their souls to get the juice out of them. They store it in the best smoked applewood barrels that give it just this sweet, delicious scent versus the fucking aberrations who make their wine in fucking whale mouths. It's unsanitary. It's disgusting. And we also have joining us Michelle on and Kylie Gibson. Who knows what kind of like four diseases and each of the prongs are supposed to like, like pick up liquid. So if we take like this bowl of soup, you can like... Oh yeah, um, I'm Davina by the way. But anyways, like you're supposed to use all four of the prongs to pick up the liquid. So if you dip this into the soup, you can pick up more than if it was just like one prong. Oh, Tara, it, 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 how, how, um, I, uh, I, shouldn't you just stab people in the eyes with these? It just no. seems more effective. No, you use, you use this one. It has kind of like a scoop in it. So like, if you get really close. Oh yeah, this is definitely for eye gouging. Yes, exactly. One. Yeah. Oh, well actually when you're eating food though, like. Oh, and there's a knife stabber too. Oh no. There's, I love nice stabbers. <laughs> yeah, but like the this is called a spoon. You put it in like noodles and stuff, and you turn it, and then you can eat noodles that way. And with that, before we uh, jump into the episode for today, we're gonna have a quick little recap. Last time, you all made your way over to the Bountiful Harvest Alehouse, an alehouse in the western part of Callaway that Tucker seemed to think would be able to aid you with learning more about the Widow's Embrace Flower you'd found in the park. You all promptly forgot about the Widow's Embrace Flower as you guys were greeted by uh, an entire cast of interesting characters from Raphael the Rogue, Ivan the Bartender, Lizard Folk, the... The lizard folk, and Yenis Cladtar. Cladtar. Oof. Tucker made an awkward bond with Raphael. Tara got to meet another short person joyously, and Davina got to finally start gambling her money away as a wrestling match ensued. Though Tucker had the upper hand in this wrestling match, he ended up losing to Yenis, who had hinted that if Tucker beat him, that he'd be able to tell him some knowledge that not even his older sister, the Snake of Despair, knew. Even after losing, Tucker was gracious enough in his loss to where Yenis gave him the information anyways. The Snake of Despair's next target is a dryad under the employ of a nobleman in North Kalawick that produces lumber. And with that, we rejoin our group once more as they explore the alehouse. However, before we do that, as I mentioned earlier, we did do a drinking game of sorts earlier. And of the three rounds, I was the only one that won without anybody else having won. So I think I get to give out a shot, if I'm correct. Drink. Yes, shot. Drink. Shot. We, we said shot. We said drink. We said know. shot. My memory is not good to be relied upon. Michelle will have to settle this. We had said shot. I always blank out. I gotcha. <laughs> we did say shot. Rock, paper, scissors right now. What? Rock, paper, scissors right now. No. Uh, for drink versus shot? Yeah. yeah. No, shot. However, <laughs> I am a obviously gracious DM, 
and I will let you guys all roll for it and see who gets the lowest, and the one that gets the lowest gets the shot. Yeah. Fate decide. Ah, who deserves the shot? My D20 has not been good, so it's probably me. Better not. D4. Oh my god. Never mind. I got a 19. Hold on, me next. Ooh. Oh. The are not Modifier is self. It's 11. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> It looks like the turtle does indeed have to take a shot, which is fucking proper because yesterday you were the one pouring me all those tequila shots. Oh, wait. She was the one making you half I do not care. I only rolled one twenty. We call this retribution after all of the fucking shots I had to take the last time we were recording. Finally, finally I get to give one out. Are you ready, Eric? Wait, can, can you, how would Tucker take a shot? What would he say before taking a shot? I can down this. Easy. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Didn't realize he'd be so sure about swallowing it, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to actually be in... You know what? Never mind. The accidental take, gay slips out. Take the, what the fuck. Take your shot, sir. A little bit worse when you have to take it. Delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> so we are once again with you guys. Um, we will start with... Let's start with uh, Tucker and Davina. You guys are upstairs. Everybody's kind of dissipated from the... Uh, no, no, you can't. Just growls in the corner. Um, you, you are a little bit frustrated right now. Um, everybody, yes, yes, the grumpy uh, octopus. Yes, yes. Um, everybody's kind of started going downstairs and such. Nobody's really started fighting in the little square arena quite yet. Um, and Davina, you've just won your second round or your third round, technically. You've won your second in a row. Um, and Tucker, you see that Davina is uh, fumbling in her fumbling her bags for more, more money as you see that she is gambling. Davina, I have something interesting to tell you. Hmm? There's going to be an assassination. Assassin what now? Someone's going to kill somebody for money. Oh, angels. I know angels. Yeah, yeah, make angels. Make angels make money. Oh, is it, uh, is that a bad thing? Is it a bad angel? Unclear. Oh, okay. Why, why are you telling me this? Because, Davina, this is good, useful information, and we should go talk to Ivan to get some advice on how best to use it. Oh, information. You really like information for some reason. Yeah. Valuable. Can you buy things with it? In a way. Oh, maybe I should get more information. You should, and then tell me all of it. <laughs> but if it's anything about, like, personal changes or, like, you know, body happenings or whatever, just don't keep it to yourself, all right? I don't, I don't need to know. <laughs> okay, I guess, yeah. Let's get downstairs. Okay. Tucker lumbers down the stairs. Ah, uh, yes. Like a tall lumbering tree goes down the stairs. You guys... <laughs> you guys go down the stairs. You guys see that um, the uh, group from earlier that had been watching the fight actually has just straight up left the alehouse house altogether. But you guys do see 
interesting scene that a few people keep on kind of glancing back over at. Um, you guys see Tara kind of licking her fingers clean as she has demolished yet another pie with a good 20% of it at least ending up on the table, on her nice clean clothes, on the ground, in her eyebrows somehow. Keeping it classy, I see. Tara. Tara, Tara, look what I got. I'm gonna show her the five silver. I won this in a rat race. A really pretty rat there called Bubblegum Choo Choo Sparkle Glitz. And I bet on him every single time because I just knew that he would win. And he did for two of them. Bubblegum Choo Choo Sparkle Glitz. And you bet on him. Every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It was a formidable racer. <laughs> he, he was like, I agree, it was a good bet. People come to just mark with it, good in the end. <laughs> Thanks. Which Parker. is funny because contextually, he didn't even see this. No, but. So he, he's just like, mm-hmm. Davina knows what she's talking about. I've met that rat. Just being supportive before. of her. Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. Well, quite a rat. Cool. What did you do, Tucker? I also bet on a, uh, a fight, but. Unfortunately, the lizard man got the upper hand. Why would you bet on the other guy? The lizard man looks cooler. The lizard man got lucky. Oh, yeah, the guy got pushed to the floor. Yeah, yeah, anyway, we should go talk to Ivan. I love Ivan. Cool, let's go. Who's Ivan? The small one over there, and I start walking. Hey! Not that small. You guys are like the same size. That's probably true. Is he a dwarf too? No, no, he is not a dwarf. I want to ask him what he is. Let's go. So, uh, Tucker, you start walking up to the counter as usual. Um, and a moment later, uh, Davina and Tara, you guys join. As you approach, you see that it is a little bit more empty now. It seems like some of the crowd has cleared out. Um, the, the morning rush, sorry, the, the lunchtime rush, so to speak, has kind of started to fade away. As you approach, Ivan kind of nods to you and smiles. Welcome back, wary traveler. The Bountiful Harvest Ill House, where the ill runs thick. And the company runs thicker. A silver for your time? Oh, yes, uh, of course. Looks like it's ran down a little bit in terms of the people here, so sure. Um, would you like to meet in the discussion room? Yeah. And will the two that you brought today be joining you? Are you perhaps bringing more into the fold? They'll join the conversation, but only that. Okay, in which case, um... Uh, yes. Let's head over right now. Uh, I do see that the two of them are behind you. Would you perhaps like a... Well, you seem a little bit young. Perhaps a ginger ale instead of an ale? Hey, hey, mister. Yes? Are you a dwarf? (laughs) Uh, no, I am not. And you are an Asimar. Yeah. I am a lovely halfling. Thank you very much. Ivan. halfling? Mm -hmm. Because you're like half, half the size of a person? I turn slightly backwards towards Davina, put a paw on her shoulder, and say, We don't ask people questions like that. Oh, was that... was that not nice to ask? It can be a sensitive subject for some people. It isn't for me, so it's completely alright, but just keep that in mind for other people. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, no matter what height you are, everyone is... everyone is equal. That's what my parents taught me. 
You see he smiles warmly at this. Perhaps we can continue this discussion in the back? Yes, indeed. All right, then. I turn to Tara, and I'm just like, that guy said that he's a, a halfling. Do you, do you know about halflings? I know if anybody calls me that, I'll punch him in the dick. Aggressive. Uh, <laughs> do you guys... I, re- I overheard. Uh-huh. I know that she was like, are you a dwarf? And I was like, no, that's not a dwarf. Yeah. And then was like, don't call me that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but yeah, you guys see he kind of uh, fishes for some keys and unlocks the door to his left, to your guys' right, and kind of goes inside. Do you guys join? Yes. Yes, we follow. Yeah. You guys enter this smaller room. Um, you guys see that wall to wall, there are a bunch more kind of um, shelves of sort, not exactly like much thicker and heavier shelves with uh, massive caskets of ale, presumably in them. Um, you guys do see, however, that after <clears throat> a little bit, um, or after you guys have all entered, uh, he closes the door behind you guys, goes over to one particular uh, barrel, and then kind of messes with something on the side, and you guys see a row of the um, of the barrels moves, revealing a s- small passageway, which he starts to head down. And we down? follow, right? Uh, forward. Forward, not down. Not down. Okay, so we just keep following. Okay. Um, So you guys keep following. I have no reason to distrust this, right? Okay. Um, The doors are not soundproof. So technically, especially since nobody's manning the front, somebody could possibly put their ear against the the door that you guys had gone through and maybe be able to hear a little bit about this, whatever you guys are talking about. But you guys kind of continue following him. There's just more storage stuff until eventually you guys come into an even smaller room where there is a small circular table. Um, There's also a little glass vase with a flower in it. Um, And you guys... Oh... Yeah, there's a, there's a glass vase with a flower in it that uh, has been snipped. And you guys see there's a few chairs. And he pulls out a few more and takes a seat and gestures for you guys to join him. I sit down across from him. Okay. I'm assuming Davina and Tara also just sit. I'll look around. Just peruse. Uh, give me a perception check. Oh, Remember, geez. we are still playing that 20 not 1 rules. I'm blessing you. I've been I, in this room right before, now. right? Uh, yeah. Okay. you'll be okay. You know that this is Because had I not, I might also want to roll yeah. perception. But you, if I've been in here before, then I wouldn't. You know that there's more secrets out of this. 17. 17. Doesn't seem like anybody's been here in a bit. Um, the air is slightly musty. Or just like settled, rather. It's like stale air. Mm-hmm. Um, conveying to you that this is, this room is much more airtight in some way. Um, and based on what you saw from outside about the building, this space seems strange in its placement. Like, this room itself seems strange. Um, additionally, um, the fucking flower in a vase with the fucking, uh, flower bit cut off and just the stem is kind of an insane thing (laughs) to just have. Um, and you don't know exactly where it would be, but you also get the feeling that this probably isn't, like, the final end-all be-all of, like, where like the secret meeting spaces go, like there's probably like another switch or lever somewhere that goes to somewhere else. And I'll even say that like, you see one of the walls in this room or yeah, you see, um, cause I mentioned there's more storage stuff in here. You see some of the stuff looks like it could maybe slide over or move in some way. Mm, okay. That's all I will do. I would just keep looking around and looking at these things. 15 plus two is 17. 
Okay. Um, the flower stem is bothering you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. It's just it's just weird. It's a weird fucking thing to just have like a, a, a just that like would you like to kind of look at it a little bit closer? Yes. It looks like there used to be because um, it's just a very slender, very um, normal looking like stem, but it looks like there used to be um, besides just the bud itself, it looks like there used to be other stuff on it. like it, it has been stripped recently. Yeah, I'm gonna try to figure out what type of flower this was, because maybe it's something that I've seen mm-hmm. before while I was, you know, on my expeditions. Okay. So you guys all sit, well, yeah, all of you guys sit around the table, um, and Ivan kind of just looks to you and raises an eyebrow before speaking. So am I to presume that we should speak plain while we are here? Yes, as long as it's secure. It is. So how may I help you? There was a flower left in a park. Did anyone have a falling out with the government recently? Leaving the employee of the noble kingdom of Kalawak? I can't imagine anybody that have a reason to do that. And who could have done this? You are treading on slightly dangerous questions, Tucker. If you would truly like to know, just be aware that knowledge does come at risk. Now. I saw and heard that you and your friends here, Terra Battlecry and Davina Good of Goods Goodies, did quite well with the Mogren bounty. I'm glad that you finally put aside your own personal gripes with working with others and did really well. However, you understand the implications of leaving such a flower at a public space, and you should know better than most that there are very few in our profession that work directly for Kalowick. Now, knowing how few there are, and knowing that I likely know what you're speaking of, do you really want me to divulge that to you? It would make you a target. Yes, please, Ivan. Very well. In my long, 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 long time of working as a thief, a mastermind of assassinations and such, and yeah, you, you, you've heard the story from me millions of times now, very few have hit that upper echelon of doing so well to where the government of Kalawak not only forgives you for your past crimes, but asks you to work with and for them. Now, many, like myself, upon first getting this opportunity, thought that it was for. Some of us thought that it was with, that it was a partnership. Some of us that have done extremely well have thought that it was a with situation. And recently, through the grapevine, I've heard that a few individuals may have felt slighted by new regulation that certain nobles were trying to push out. What were they trying to do? I won't go into the specific details with you, but suffice it to say, if these things had passed, it would cause a significant negative impact on your profession, my profession, everybody in the Bountiful Har- Harvest Illhouse's profession, but it would expand even further. It would weaken our government, and not only our government, but our protection against our neighbors. We do a lot of work here behind the scenes that even you have not entered quite yet the level to know about. Assassination plots from other countries do come in, and they are thwarted. Having the Bountiful Harvest Alehouse and other affiliates be heavily regulated is a negative impact for the entire government and city as a whole. So to have increased regulation on us is not the best idea. 
for all parties involved. And these regulations were prevented? Now, I won't pretend to have a complete understanding of why that individual or individuals left the employ. However, I believe that they were trying to get the regulation to not be passed. There's another meeting of the nobles next month. I believe that is when it will be decided whether it will go through completely or not. Now, recently some new information came that there was possible foreign entities trying to enter the city and in some way damage the armory. Thankfully, this was thwarted. However, it has caused increased concern for the safety of Kalawek. So now that Ivan has told us this, he's also alluded to this thing happening next month, which sounds very similar to the thing about Klasden. Mm-hmm. And because we know that Gork lives north side of town. Okay, so he lives north side of town, and he's one of the only lumber people, so this dryad almost certainly works for Gorik. Right. Have we met anybody? A dryad? Yeah, at all. No. They're not common. So we think that the... Sorry, how did the Widow's Embrace relate to the assassination again? I mean... What did Ivan say? He didn't say that it related. Well, he, he, he didn't say about... anything about an assassination. He was just saying that um, Widow's Embrace, the reason why it was probably left at the park is because one of the people that he mentioned that Where's works the for the government, uh, or maybe several, you guys don't really know, he specified no kind of quantity of people, um, it likely left that at the park to uh, show disapproval of the fact that they were planning on kind of regulating um, more heavily what the people like him are allowed to do. Mm weird Avengers kind of thing. Um, Civil War-ish. I guess, kind of. Do I? Registries and stuff like that, and like, pay taxes. The IRS is gonna come for you now. Would I remember, like, the list of people who would be that level of... So, here's the funny thing. You only know, like, two people that could be at that level, but you also just might not know who else. And I know there's more. You haven't really heard of more, but like, again, it's one of those things where you are very much not in the know quite yet. Is Klasden one of them? No. Klasden's not that level. As always, Ivan, thank you for the good ale and company. I'll be heading out with these two and seeing how they measure up. Great, it's always nice having loyal customers. May the deities bless your tavern. And may they bless your travels. Um, um, hey, mister. Yes? Where's the head of this flower? You see his smile drops a little bit. It's been used for something. Used for what? Nail polish? I used the head of flowers for nail polish. (laughs) Um, it's been used in a, uh, traditional ceremonial way, we'll say. Poison! Not quite for this one. Damn! We used to make the best poison out of beetle dung. Ah, yes. Kill a dwarf in like two hours. <laughs> oh, making angels. I ha- I got something recently that can make angels. I'm going to pull out the purple flower from my backpack. My friend Tucker here, Um, he said that this can be made into an angel poison. As so you look around your bag trying to find the flower as well as the vial and Tucker you pat your pocket where you had kept the thorns you guys notice that they're not there anymore 
Oh shit, the flower's gone. Yes. What about the bulb? The bulb is also gone. How long has it been gone? History. You want to know? I will. I will tell you this. Um, each of you guys can roll a. Oh, sorry. You weren't stolen from Kylie, but the two of you guys can make a perception check. Um, I will say that the DC for this is insane. Two. Add a zero. Yeah, <laughs> Olivia's. You're like I have it in here somewhere. Mm, it added a one. Uh, wait. This is perception. Sixteen. You do not notice where it is. Let me at him. Let me at him. Sure. You can roll a perception check if you'd like. What am I perceiving? Whether we got stolen from? Oh, whether I saw someone with the... Oh, you guys went upstairs. No, no, just go ahead. I'm letting you roll it for a reason. Okay. It's because I... Oh! Is that a net one? Yeah. Let's go! Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. I was, like, not in the room at all. Those were the chosen dice. I had to have at least one. I had three 20s. Four 20s. Five 20s. Okay, but yeah, so you guys all kind of just... uh, Start, like, padding and... uh, the stuff is gone. The stuff. The stuff that you came for. The stuff. I, I'm sorry, mister. I could have sworn that I had it on me. Had what on you? Oh, the flower. Where'd it go? Oh. Yeah, it, the wi- widow's, widow's embrace. Oh, you had widow's embrace on you. Yeah, I wanted to learn how to make the angel poison. Angel poison? <laughs> Bet we wouldn't have lost it if I put this fucking bracelet around it. Learn how to make poisons. We have a resident poison master. <gasps> really? That's so cool. His whole job is to just make a bunch of angel poisons. Yes. <gasps> I want to meet him. You should learn how to bake poisons. Oh. <laughs> Here, have a donut. <laughs> As a child? Yes. Uh, Legitimately. Would su- suspect me. You'd be a fantastic... Assassin? Oh Assassin? I mean, yeah. Well, if you want to learn how to make poisons, um, we do have a resident poison master that his, his name is Lenio. He's not in today. He's actually on his day off. Lenio. Lenio, correct. Okay. Very pleasant gentleman. Just don't eat anything he offers you. <laughs> Does he make a habit of putting angel poison in there? Well, he experiments, and sometimes he, he's in the, he has a habit of trying to make stuff that's a little bit less direct to angel and more... Painful. I think. I think what Ivan's trying to say is not just death, but torture too. Ah, yes, that's one way to look at it. Oh. A torturous time in the bathroom. Can I roll to see whether I've fallen prey to this in the past? Oh, you don't need to roll. You have. Oh. I have. He okay. does this to like everyone. He, he has case, diarrhea poison. In that case, just I reactively, yeah. I reactively groan as you, yeah. as you mentioned this, just a. I'm gonna point at you and laugh my laughy laugh harder because I realize that it's happened. <laughs> well, that's not very nice, but I'll try to remember that. Thank you, sir. Of course. Um, in which case, are you all settled with your business? Looking at all three of you. I was done earlier. Are you guys done? Yeah, let's walk out. Okay. Thank you, Ivan. I believe we'll be off now. Of course. Don't worry, it's been built to you already. All right then, have a nice day. <laughs> Does he push me out? Yes, yeah, so he starts to kind of like, kind of gently push you guys out. It's all right, don't worry, you'll see it on your next month, Bill. Thank you guys so much for coming. He pushes you guys out of the secret room. Bye. 
I'm gonna book it. <laughs> out of the secret room. And fucking uh, closes that door and then kind of starts pushing you guys. You guys see that in the time that he has been gone from the front, everything seems to have run perfectly fine. Nobody touched anything. Mm, okay. Of course they have. Um, as you guys walk out, you guys almost feel like eyes on the back of your head as though you guys are being watched. Ivan was super nice. He introduced me to a new friend. I'd like to roll perception. Do I feel... Can I see who's watching me? Can oh. I look around? Yeah, no, it's pretty easy to tell. Oh, who's watching me? Uh, we'll still roll for it, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll say the DC is the fairly... My d20 that you handled. The, the DC is fairly low. Ten. What do I have? Perception? Uh, yeah, it is plus one. You're okay. right. So Eleven. Um, as, you are, as you guys are kind of on your way out and you stop for the briefest of moments because you feel eyes on the back of your head, um, you turn to see past Tucker and Davina the slain fey creature's corpse that had been above the, the kind of the mantle behind uh, where um, Ivan is currently, uh, he's kind of back to kind of cleaning stuff, serving people drinks and such. You see that the amulet around its neck, the eye uh, jewel in its, like the amulet socket, is kind of locking onto you right now. That's fucking creepy, dude. (laughs) Cool. Anyway, um, creepy, I agree. Let's skeet. How do we get out of here? Uh, There's a door and it opens. We're like out. Oh, you guys noticed the eye? I turned around, yeah. Yeah. She saw the eye. It was looking at her. Cool. What I color don't. is it? Is it like a Green. pinky violet? No, it's actually aquamarine. Ooh. So, um, we rode in here on you. <laughs> and now we have to go two hours away, but maybe there's some stuff we should do while we're in town where the nobles are in the north side. There's some stuff we you could do. You guys are in the west right now? In the, uh, maybe there's some stuff we could do here in the west side of town. Can I roll a history check? We could check? fight the local gang. Can I roll a history check to find out like, if I know what kind of stuff are in this area? Sure, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh Eight god, plus okay. one. Minus two, six. You don't really come out here that often, so... Figures. Have you been here before? You've been I know. Here. He knows. I know the area, right? Yeah. So can, can we go shopping? Yeah. Where? Tucker knows of a location around here called literally The Shop. Um, it is a shop that is a kind of a general store, kind of all sorts of little knickknacks and stuff that you would typically need while adventuring. Um, so you guys exit the Bountiful Harvest Ale House uh, to the main road. You guys see, now that you guys are outside and kind of not, you know, messing with an anamorphed horse, um, you guys see that the buildings nearby the Bountiful Harvest Ale House, like the uh, adjacent buildings, are actually all empty. It doesn't seem like there's any establishments here. However, the buildings themselves seem well kept. Do I know why? Yes. Uh, Ivan owns those. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He keeps them empty intentionally so that there's not other businesses so close. I think that we should go see Gorik. A visit to Melimel? I'd love that. Didn't we uh, kill Melimel's dude? I think that we have information that he would appreciate. What kind of information? I've already told you, Davina. No, you told me that. Shh. What do you mean? Shh. Oh, oh, this is supposed to be a secret. Yes, yes, Davina. Oh, okay, got it. Yes, yes. Tara, we'll give you all the information when we can. But for now, I think we should go get some supplies. 
I know a place nearby. I get all of my tools from Mother Nature. Cool. I buy them. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tara's definitely gonna be like... Uh... Ooh. <laughs> Feisty. I'm gonna like look around and see... What's like eating popcorn? Like what's going on in here? <laughs> but I do recognize shopping and I'm down for that. So All right. I will I will walk with you to the place. Okay, in which case we can flash over to you guys arriving at the shop. The shop is a very, from the outside it looks very, very, very generic. It's literally not even labeled. You are giving me the squinty squints like I'm doing something sus. Yeah, I'm doing something sus. Okay. I feel a sudden, sudden strange sensation to be in this shop and do things that are not socially acceptable. Stop! Control it! <laughs> <laughs> Let us get through this shop and get to the plot. Okay. Okay. Um, so you guys enter. Uh, Tucker, you greet the half-elf who owns this establishment, as you normally do. Um, because of the fact that we are... Oh, I have a rapport with him? Yes. Okay. That's why you go here. Cool. Um, like I was saying, the shop looks very, very plain from the outside. And even on the inside, it just looks like you're very centered place. Um, very, very unassuming. However, Tucker, you have dealt with this man before. And he actually has a bit of a contract with, um, with Ivan to... Oh to give slightly better pricing to those that come from Ivan's, uh, from the Bountiful Harvest Ale House. Nice. So the way that we're going to do this, um, because we have had many occasions of uh, the situation of Tara going into a store, kicking things around like a bowl and then leaving. Um, and also because of the fact that this is kind of a mundane thing. Um, and because we already did this before it got scratched from the records, um, you guys still have in your inventory the items that you had purchased uh, on the um, now deleted video, or video, now deleted recording. Um, and I believe you guys' gold amounts have already been adjusted for that as well. So we will just say that you guys go through your shopping without hassle. And in this space, um, you guys can definitely talk about what happened if you want and fill in Tara. Because this is, like I said, the most unassuming shop possible. Meaning it's quite empty as well. There's not really anybody inside. Should I tell the, the viewers what I got or just wait till it becomes useful? Um, wait till it becomes useful, but trust me when I say that nothing insane was purchased by anybody. I think the only major thing... Well, no, because you got the armor from that one dude. Yeah. Which wasn't even, which is actually still on record. So, yeah, I I think for the most part, you guys got like backpacks and like some just rations, general adventuring stuff that you would have anyways if you guys had gotten the adventurers pack. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, as you, you basically each give your orders to this guy and he just kind of starts, he nods to you. He trusts you to, to watch the front, especially with that uh, aforementioned contract I mentioned. Um, so... You guys are here in this space alone, as he, you guys can hear him kind of fumbling through stuff and like getting stuff prepared for you guys. Okay, Tara, what we learned was there's going to be an assassination probably in about a month, and it's somehow related to Gorik. What do you mean, somehow? I think that Gorik might have a dryad working for him who's a target. Uh, okay. Can I roll to see whether I get that she doesn't understand? Oh no, she clearly doesn't know what the fuck a dryad is. Okay, cool. You know, green, rafy, 
Nature. Magic. I'm gonna point at her. I'm gonna point at Davina. Green. Then I'm gonna point at her pouch. Green skin. Then I'm gonna point at are there any plants in this? I'm gonna point at the local the nearest plant for sale. <laughs> sure, but human-ish. I'm gonna pluck a leaf off of the plant and then just put it on my hand and stare at it for a while. And try to imagine what green skin would look like. I'm just That's not a dryad, Tara. And then I'm going to widen my eyes and then point at you! And then point at your skin. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tara. Leafy. I'm going to take take the leaf off of my hand and put it on his skin. And then... Tara, do not be willfully ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So, uh, one of his employees. That's the idea. And he's going to be killed because... That's why we should talk to Gorik. We should find out. Right, right, but we don't know who this drying is. Say it with me. Dryad. 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 Green. Dryad. I know Dryad. Dryads are like animal men, but for trees. They're really good at hiding. I played hide and seek with a dryad once and I couldn't even find him for like two years. Have we passed any? Um, I'm not sure, but there's a really big tree close by my, my, my family's bakery and the dryad friend that I made used to come out of that one. Trees are kind of like homes for them. So you guys wait until the guy's done grabbing all your stuff. He kind of gives you a nod. You guys get charged with gold. You guys now have all your equipment. And you guys proceed to start to head out. Where would you guys like to go? To Mel Shadows. We're going to walk to Gorix. Or we're going to ride Davina, but can you... She's out of wild chips for the day. Oh, yeah. We have to walk to Gorix. Okay. Also, we didn't go that far on you, did we? No. You guys went from... (laughs) You guys traveled on like an hour on her back. Can this train my endurance stuff? I'm sorry. Nope. It's okay. Sounds like it took a lot of work. No, she was a horse. She was She was dancing while she, remember, she was like, clap, 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 clap. Dude, she's holding you. You're big. You're calling me fat? No, yes. I'm calling you heavy. <laughs> that's that's, that's a not difference. that much better, Kylie. There's a difference. Rude. You're dense. I'm Rude. dense. Offended. <laughs> uh, another strike for uh, unpc you Kylie. FF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys start walking towards the Moshado Manor. Um, it takes quite a bit. Uh, it takes close to about two hours, actually, of walking time. Oh, so at tired. this point, it's getting much later in the day. Um, it's give or take 5, almost 6 p.m., I imagine, at this point, after the interaction at the Bountiful Bountiful Harvest Ale House and everything. Um, As you guys go, you guys start to get hungry, especially Tucker and Davina. Tara, you you are also starting to get kind of hungry. Do I know any? Oh, wait, no, you did just eat. Never mind. Well, if we're near Doric... You're not there yet. We're also near the bakery, right? Yeah. 
I'll say you're passing by. Do we want to stop at the bakery on the way back? Yeah, let's get some food. Yeah, let's, let's see how your parents, and then we'll ask them how Gorks went, so we'll have more information moving in. Okay, so you guys on your way uh, to Gorak Malshado's place, kind of, uh, I, I almost picture or imagine like simultaneous just grumbling noises coming from your guys' stomachs. Um, I like to think that Tara, after having been famished for so long, is always hungry and is always ready to eat more. Um, and you guys pull up to the Goods Goodies. Um, as you guys enter, it's a little bit later in the day now, less people get bakery stuff later in the day, so you guys do see that it is empty, and uh, you guys can smell, um, <laughs> you guys can smell stuff being cooked, as well as fragrant smells of meat, which is a bit of a rarity in this place. But as you guys enter, uh, you guys see, um, one of the back doors quickly opens, and, um, Damien quickly rushes out. Ah, sorry, um, how may I... Oh, you guys have returned. Hi, Mom and Dad, we're back. We're really starving, so is it okay if we get a bite to eat? Yeah, of course, sweetie. Um, uh, your mother's making, uh, meat pie, actually. Uh, she heard that, uh, your friend Tara's really into pie? Sorry. <laughs> that was very sweet. I realized, well, I did get her food. And she now she's like, aw, the little girl took care of me. I'm like, yeah, you were drunk. You came in my room last night, freaked me out. Fuck that. Eat. Don't do that again. <laughs> no, that's me and my distrust. Um, meat pie! Yeah, uh... Bella's making it right now. It should almost be done, actually. I'm going to zoom right past him and go in the back door. Okay, you go in the back door. Uh, you zoom past uh, Davina and Tucker. You guys are just kind of standing there in the main room, I'm guessing. It's a pancakes. Yes, from Can this Can I morning. roll to see if I remember they're there? Because in real life, I forgot. <laughs> sure, go ahead and roll a history check for uh, Tucker. Also, I just like rolling. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> 11 became 10. Uh, oh, yeah, you remember it. Okay, I go to my pancakes. Are they still? No, no, they're no, they're definitely not still warm. Okay. They are soggy, sad pancakes. There hey, was syrup hey. on them. Why was the the syrup wasn't on the side? No. What kind of monster puts syrup on other people's pancakes? I did not. <laughs> It was not me. Why? You're making it sound like it was you. It was not me. I'm not that monster. Uh huh. It wasn't Kylie, it was Tara. <laughs> I think that's what you mean. Alright, well They're... I will eat my soggy pancakes and also want the meat pie. Okay, cool. So you guys kind of get settled in a little bit, um, maybe just uh, like how it is right now for us recording, it is quite warm. You guys have been walking outside in the sun for a while, so maybe get some chilled water or something like that and just kind of relax for a bit. As you guys are relaxing, um, you guys see that um, Bella comes out from the... Oh yeah, the two of you guys go into the back room and see that it is filled with smoke. Um, there is like a like a chimney in here, so the smoke is going out. It's just there's an oven and they're cooking quite uh, stuff at quite uh, high heat. But Bella kind of quickly ushers you guys out as soon as uh, Tucker starts to cough. <laughs> So as you guys are kind of sitting here, you guys see Damien walks past you guys and actually puts a sign on the door um, that presumably reads like, I don't know, out for lunch or back in however long. Um, and you guys see he kind of, uh, with Bella's help, pulls out a, a table and starts to set it up. Um, 
Davina, you of course help, as is what you normally do. And you uh, guys kind of see they set up a little bit of a uh, eating situation. Um, and Bella and Damien start bringing out food. Um, there's a meat pie, a very, very large meat pie. Um, they clearly were making this with the idea that all of you guys were probably going to be eating it with them, um, as well as kind of some smaller uh, pastries and such, um, as well as some vegetables that have been cooked, uh, like boiled. Um, presumably they got it from like next door or maybe they just made it themselves. But either way, um, you guys have this kind of nice pleasant meal with them, a bit of a dinner, so to speak. Um, and as you guys are all kind of eating, um, Damien and Bella are being mostly kind of silent and just enjoying the food. Um, but you get a feeling that um, Damien kind of keeps on glancing at you guys, uh, seeming to want to start a conversa- conversation, but not really knowing what to ask you guys about. Mmm, thank you. Do you like it? It's wonderful to hear. I haven't really made that many meat pies. That's not typically something that we make, so I'm glad that you enjoy it. You should make these more often, Mom. (laughs) Oh, you say that about everything I make. Yeah, because everything you make is good. (laughs) So sweet of you. How was your guys' day? Does Gorik cook? Gorik, I know he knows how to make a few things, but I haven't really had it before, to be honest. Um, Damien, have you had food with Gorik where he cooked? I I know he knows how to cook. I just don't think I've ever had the food he cooks. I mean, noble, they, the nobles, they, they cook their own, uh, they very rarely cook their own food. More often than not, they have people cook it for them, but I know he, he likes to do things himself. So I'm sure he knows how to cook something. How was dinner? It was good. Lots of, uh, well, we, we had a, it was a several course thing. We had uh, cheese crackers and uh, I forget which meat it was, but kind of the, the small sliced meats. Um, and then we proceeded to have a large salad. Can you pass the salt? Oh, yes. Thank you. And then we had, um, he had gotten a considerably a, a well-cut amount of steak for each of us, actually, and he had had that cooked. Um, and we had ended mm. with uh, cake, actually, um, that we, we ourselves brought. I feel like Tara's mouth is just watering as she imagines all of these mm. foods that she's never had yet. It's crazy to me that they would serve you multiple things. Because mm. I've just eaten cheese as a meal, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had meat pies, and that's the only dish that I know yeah. that one is served and eats, and that's it. Like, you just... Yeah. Or is this, is they're describing like a full course, like meal. Yeah, they're like, oh, we had appetizers after our odors. And I'm like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> Tara's like, I gotta visit them more often then. <laughs> oh, we have to go now. Well, we're gonna see Melly Mel in a bit, right guys? I can't wait to see what he has in his pantry. He has a lot of stuff in there. His pantry is like a hundred times bigger than ours. <laughs> a hundred? Yeah, a hundred. Well, she, she's exaggerating a little bit, but it is a lot larger. Um, wow. You're going to get food with Lord uh, Moshadow soon? I can eat twice, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that you don't upset your stomach. No, I'll be fine. Okay, well, we actually wanted to let you three know that uh, how the conversation yesterday had gone. What conversation? The conversation when your father and I went and spoke with uh, Lord Melshadow. When we had dinner with him. Yeah, how'd it go? So, we were able to, to renegotiate the terms a little bit to make it a little bit more manageable. 
However, he was saying something about wanting to ask Davina for help occasionally around his manor. Yeah, I'd love to help. <gasps> Can I help with all of the fluffy animals? I think that might have been what he was talking about. I just want to... We, we made him assure us that you wouldn't be doing any like hard labor or lifting any of the lumber or anything <gasps> like that. I just, we, your father and I have noticed that you are, well, you're really, really in tune with nature and he does have a very large forest property. Yeah, I want to help with the fluffy animals. Are you sure? We don't have to do it if you don't want to. We can go back and renegotiate with him. Well, what do you mean? But I, but I want to do that. Um, you see she kind of exchanges a look with Damien, who's been quietly chewing while looking down at his plate this entire time. <laughs> he does not respond or, like, pipe, uh, pipe up or anything like that. He seems to still be a little bit ashamed about how all this has turned out. Um, so she just kind of turns back to you. If you feel like you are okay with doing that for us, we would be really happy. Um, and we would really appreciate it, Davina. Helping fluffy animals helps you guys? It would, yes. Then that's a win-win, isn't it? It might not just be that. You might have to help pluck weeds or something. He said that he just had lost a, um, a ranch hand recently, so he needed some additional help with... Plucking weeds. So that's like plucking herbs in the forest, but like... At Melly Mel's place, then? It would be the same. You would have to... I'm sure he wouldn't mind if you kept stuff, too. As long as he knew what it was. Okay. Maybe I can make some nail polish out of the, Maybe. the plants there. So, just so the three of you know, that's what we ended up talking about. Um, we... Pause. Would you guys like to roll inside checks? No. Yeah. And stop singing right now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop singing before we get caught. <laughs> It's not that, it's more so just not paying attention, no. <laughs> 8 plus 2 is 10. Lit. History or insight? Insight. Okay, I got a 9. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how suave. <laughs> it was better than a 6. 5 plus 1 is 6. Oh my what god, you guys. <laughs> what, what was the highest? 10. She's smart. No, she got no, it. No, she's really not. None of you guys are. Get it. I um, I mean, Melly Mel has a lot of employees and kind of people that are close to him and stuff. He has recently lost someone. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like, he's probably going to want you to help him with more stuff than just plucking weeds. Mm. But at the same time for you, you're like, well, maybe that just means walking goats. Yeah, there's like a lot of mundane stuff that it could be. There's like a lot of people Watching that live on the freaking property, so it could be fucking it. Like, it could literally just be like bringing food to people or something. Just to make me our stamped treasure. Alright, so, let's dip. Okay. You guys uh, finish your meal and bid the good patriarch and matriarch goodbye. Bye! Thank you guys for stopping by. Ma uh, make sure you don't come back too late. Thank you for the food. Of course. Alright, so with that, um, you guys head out and you guys see them remove the sign as you guys leave. It is a finger hand-painted sign by Davina, most likely, that says, Be back soon! <laughs> um, with a little flower drawing next to it. So you guys... <laughs> okay, so you guys head out and start heading towards Gorik Melshadow's manor. 
Um, it's been a while since you guys have been there, but it's about like a 40 minute walk. By the time you guys start heading over, um, it's already starting to get dark. So as you guys walk to Mel Shadow Manor, um, seeing the shops close up, uh, belly's full, rested, but not fully rested, of course. Um, you guys see the looming figure of the manor in the distance, and that is where we will end our session. Woo! Fed! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, we did pretty good with the dice. Uh, we did. For the last two episodes, yeah. really. Yeah. We only got one one. Yeah. Kylie. Sorry. <laughs> they, they needed to, let me see if they've released their Angie. Oh, their Angie? You're yeah. going to do some last minute rolls before we end? I just want to know. All right. Yours are not feeling too good today. They weren't from the beginning. Oh, oh wow. What'd the shells are feeling fine. Can't see it. She got an 18. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a nine outside of the bowl. Oh, but an 18 inside the bowl. Okay. So I think the dice have recovered. Ah, okay. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> Did you guys have any questions for me? You guys went through a decent amount of interaction with people and stuff. Uh, you guys found out a lot of new stuff from what the going-ons are from Ivan. I'm it's sure... Fight Club. Yeah, I'm sure Kylie and Michelle are happy to finally know stuff. I lost quite a bit of money. You I lost, lost the gold and five, five silver. silver. Yeah. And your pride. And my pride. Well, that... <laughs> Questionable. Yeah, what what pride are we speaking? <laughs> What's gonna happen in the future? That's a point. Okay, so I can keep my money the way that it was. Yeah. Okay. Man, Tucker needs a win. <laughs> he's been taking a lot of L's from the get go. Yeah, he's been taking down quite a few pegs. But you know, you just need the Zuko arch. You just need to continue to suffer. He needs a new source of being a rogue. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The source was stealing to be a wealthy person, and now he needs to steal so that he can Give help to the us. Force. Yeah. Be Happy. We are <laughs> happy. Wealthy people. <laughs> no, so, so that he can help us grow as... as I, I do kind of like the direction Tucker's character is going, though, where, like, at in the first episode, he thought the two of them were the most annoying fucks in the world. But now he's kind of just, like, slowing down to their level a little bit and being like, no, Davina, you sweet summer child, it's fine. Don't worry. Like, you know, here, you can smile. It's fine. And then doing the same thing with Tara in a different way, though. But I, like... You really had to convince me that it was worth, that things are worth it. Cause I don't understand yeah. like that. And now that you have, I'm not undressing in places. Yeah. And, like, you can take me shopping. Now. Tara has learned. We yeah. had an uneventful shopping trip. What progress? Well, I probably said something rude to the clerk or whatnot. Oh, probably. Like, probably yeah. I was probably like, what's that? And he's like, you asked her this. And I'm like, no, not that. <laughs> 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 but yeah. No, why would you bring that to me? I didn't ask for that. Not that. No, that's not it. What was it? Uh, let me see. <laughs> but yeah, coming on to the... I believe 10th episode now. Oh no, that was the 10th episode. We've hit double digits. Wow! wow. Congratulations, yeah. guys! Holy so, shit! Oh, wait. Yeah. Episode 10, still learning how high fives work. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just high five myself <laughs> over <what>? here. <laughs> Wait, can uh, we hear the audio of that? God, later. Alright, alright. Anyways, did you guys have any questions for me? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I did have a question. Well, so is it going to be a fight in like the disguise of a question? No. Okay. Not at all. Oh. It's going to be a genuine question. Oh okay. So with all these new races that we're learning about, and like uh -huh. all these new lands and places or people that we're interacting with, do you think we'll have a chance to visit any embassies in the future? Yeah, of course. You're looking are to you... sign away your soul. No, I'm just curious. What embassy are you looking forward to going to? John? Oh me. Um. Oh. <laughs> Renaissance. Oh, really? That's uh, the one. That's well, the mainly because day. no, that's the angels, celestials. Oh, you're reason, people. Reason oh, being, geez. reason being is because of the fact that since I live in K Town, I've been interacting with a lot of Korean aunties, oh. and they are literally going to treat Davina like they are Korean aunties, and she is like a wayward oh. Asian American child. Carry on my wayward son. Davina's <laughs> a girl. Give me peace when you are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to that. And also just the, in terms of kind of a peek behind the screen, so to speak, the nobles, the um, Bountiful Harvest Ale House, and the embassies have a lot of stuff going on there. So whenever you guys go to there, I'm always excited because of the fact that that means there's a lot of plot stuff that you guys could technically do. Not that it's not going to happen if you guys don't go, but more so you guys get to see and impact stuff that's going to happen forward in the story, mm. as opposed to just witnessing it later. But yeah, there, I typically have a little bit less stuff in like stores and stuff in terms of like main plot beats. Um, although I still like to think that we've ex had a lot of uh, fun stuff in your guys' side quests, whether it's racial discrimination or uh, being really rowdy in public or almost getting arrested. Um, I think mm. you guys have uh, done pretty fun stuff in the side quests. People need to stop putting up gates. <laughs> Honestly, like... Unfortunately, private land is a thing. The whole Widow's Embrace thing in the alehouse was... Te is technically an entire side quest spontaneously created. All the I stuff like that's going on, was. all the stuff that's going on would have happened regardless, but now you guys actually get to get cued in on it, if that makes sense. Okay. The political oh, so issues had... that were going on were happening regardless, right. but it's more so you guys wouldn't have known to go and ask Ivan the questions that you did then... and gotten that talk without having gotten the Widow's Embrace. Right, so the Widow's Embrace was like a plot segue into delving yeah. into that. Yeah. I see. So you're not 20. It was very useful. Yes. I guess it was, yeah. You guys, I mean, like, the only other way you guys find out about that is if you guys go and Tucker somehow insight checks the fuck out of Ivan and is like, something's different. What's different? Tell me what's different. Please. Like, and just keeps on pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually Ivan's like, okay, well, fuck, if you want to know that badly, then here's some stuff. But the thing is, though, is that Tucker, it doesn't really make sense for Tucker to do that. He would not. Yeah. I have a question. What's up? Will we ever leave the city? <laughs> I believe I've answered this in the past, but yes, you will eventually leave the city. He said we would visit other lands. I'm excited to do that. You could definitely really get want property. To see the other countries. You could definitely get property in like other lands too. Although there's a lot of bureaucracy around that, and also depends on which freaking place you're going to. Because like for our, it's kind of just in the ocean, so a little bit hard to buy property. Well, Tucker, how is it? In the ocean? <laughs> 
Well, you see, you get your coordinates, you know, longitudinal, latitudinal. Right. And you use your... But also you do depth coordinates. Mm. Because just because you own the sand rights doesn't mean you own the water, <laughs> open water rights above oh, that. It. <laughs> and uh, then deep ocean is just a whole other ballgame. Like, oh, you know, abysses yeah. are fucking crazy because there's so much mining out there. And can, can you no actually show us a... domain to take your land. Can you show us a, a contract that you have written up or something like... Oh, I, oh, I yeah, see... I it's in a uh, seaweed and yeah, yeah, I, I see it's, it's, it's octopus in the, yeah. ink. Yeah, yeah, seaweed and octopus <laughs> ink. Oh, oh, I, I see here. It looks like you're late on your mortgage. Shut up! Like, <laughs> I asked you by like five months. How how have you not gotten this taken away Three, from me? Three, sir. He was foreclosed. That's why he came out. Oh, <laughs> shut your trap. I'll put you in a hermit crab no, shop. Oh wasn't, shit! He wasn't foreclosed on. His mom was. Oh shit! You did not just bring Tucker's mama into this. Damn no, he was no. She was. <sighs> she couldn't afford, and she knew you'd be better off with a nice family. Fuck. And she gave. She she put her heart and soul into saying goodbye. And he has a dad and mama. brothers. Right. Um. It was a hard choice. God damn it. But Anyways. Him, but they chose him to give up. Thank I you guys so much. You, Mama. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you have a little bit left in that cup. I I actually do for once. Um, but thank you guys for joining us once again at After Hours Adventures Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Woo. Cheers. Woo. See ya.